Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor, someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Hope you enjoyed last week's interview with the amazing Jennifer Lyons, somebody I grew up loving in so much. She married with children. She, her stories about Ed O'Neill and being on set and how much he looked out for her, even taught her how to hold for a laugh in front of a live studio audience. Things like that are amazing. And of course, we talked about this week's sequel where she plays Lynn in Dorm Days 2. But before we try to figure out what the actual plot is of this movie that made me feel like I was watching an 80s movie, which is pretty awesome. I have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing well, Doug. How are you doing? Pretty good. I feel good that we're watching, not like any of the movies that we've covered recently or like, well, a few have been pretty bad. I, well, I guess so. Munchie, Next Karate Kid. But this movie going into, you like know what it is, right? Yeah, I mean, yes. I I, the, I think the problem with this movie, I, the, the problem I had with this movie is I'm watching it at my age now. I'm kind of way past like the, the college, you know, horny sex kind of movie. So it's like I, the movie was a little rough. You know, it had its moments, but I mean, it was just maybe I'm too old now, you know, um, but it was it, it. I don't know. I just feel like it was forced, you know. It's, yeah. No, I, I think there was just, well, we'll get into it, but there was just so much going on. Even like I printed out like what the plot was for this movie. And even reading this, I'm not going to read the whole thing. Hold on, there, well, there, is a, there is a plot. Well, what somebody thinks is the plot. I just don't know. There's just so many like mini plots, but there's no like, we know the main plot, which we'll get into. It's a, it's a diamond. But other than that, there's no other like, I don't know. But it, but even the diamond is like so at it like it's it's only like it's the main plot, but it's only it's almost come, almost comes across like a subplot because yeah. there's so much else going on that it's not even like the main focus. Which but the whole movie is basically based on the diamond, so it's it's uh, it's weird. But I'll tell you right now, the best actor in this movie is the monkey, and <laughs> without a doubt, the best actor. Is it the same monkey? Like, I know there's other monkeys that look like that monkey, but it seems like it's always that monkey. There's no and other. Yes. The same. I, I bet you it is. I bet you that. It, it, well, now, now that you're saying this, when we've come, we, we've asked this question multiple times. Is that monkey and sag? I wrote that down. I was like, it, it must be. And then you got to think Ace Ventura, Dr. Doolittle. And then I don't know how old monkey. If there's somebody, if there's a zookeeper listening or a monkeyologist, if they could tell us, you know, Twitter at sequels only. But you think about it, uh, what's the other one? Zookeeper. Yeah. I don't know if the no, monkey's going to live uh, that long. Zookeeper, the, what's the movie that recently, uh, Contagion? Right, wasn't it? Was that oh, yeah. Same? Again, this, this monkey or this monkey species has been in so many movies. So, but they, you know what? They do that a lot because even like in like Cannibal Run 2, they have the orangutan that is in many movies, you know, with Clint Eastwood. And like, so, I mean, I think they do that. I, I guess monkeys must live for a long time. I think they do. But you know what? Do you think other monkeys like see this monkey or like the orangutan? And they're like, what gives, man? Really? This monkey is the most popular monkey in movies. Oh, and then chimpanzees and then orangutans. There's a lot of monkeys. 
but we don't see them. Maybe they, maybe they don't like the you know Hollywood life. <laughs> I, I, you know what? That's that's why they live such a long life. They're, they stay away from Hollywood. <laughs> that is true. They don't get caught in all the scandals and everything. You never you never see you know TMZ following the monkeys. Except this monkey. I don't know. He looks like he's probably like he was hanging out at River Phoenix, the Viper Room, and Johnny Depp. And- well, I do feel like that monkey in a lot of his roles does a lot of stealing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, yeah, that looks like the same monkey in Hangover 2 that does the stealing. See? And was he also, I mean, he, he, it can't be, I mean, but they live a long time. Was he in Indiana Jones? He could be. This <laughs> <laughs> <was> his dad. <laughs> <laughs> but enough monkeying around. So the, my biggest thing about this movie, and I think it is in a way smart, because you take a familiar face, and you make them, I guess, I don't even know who the star of this movie, really. Okay. Let, let's let's clear something off the table right now. Yeah. You have, a, this movie has a lot of hot girls in a movie. Yes. Yet, every single guy is a total dorky nerd. Like, no, I, like, there's like such a discrepancy between the girls and the guys. Why? Because in real life, not one of the girls would look at the Terminator. Oh, the fact that Rachel, who, when I looked up at her IMDb, I was shocked that she wasn't in other things because I think she was good in this movie and she's super attractive and she's in like four things. She And I think she was one of the best looking ones, oh. in the movie, if not oh, the yeah. best one. So like, so like, but it, like every single guy, like even like the, the leader of the guy, like, was like a dorky. Like you look at American Pie. Yeah, some of them. I mean, like, w- but for the most part, they were weren't ugly, like dorky kind of like this movie. Like this could have been Revenge of the Nerds. Exactly, but at least Revenge of the Nerds. To to talk about like the plot of the movie, there was like there was the Jefferson Darcy Ted McGinley character to go against the ogres right. in this movie. There's really not. There is like the. I guess the suave drunk guy that sleeps with all the girls that's in the play, maybe him, or there's the guy that's in Friday the 13th, the reboot. He's in this movie. He's well, the it, it seems guy. like they're going against themselves. Exactly. Yeah, it's, you know, that's what it is. So like the, the villains are the, the same as like, the like it's, there is really no villain except real. Well, I mean, I don't know. Dante, I guess he's the only villain. Like, <laughs> Dante. You know, um, but outside of that, like, really, like, there was no bit like they're like all just against each other. It's like it's, I almost feel like it's Rusty's movie. Is, is his name Rusty? Oh, I like Rusty. OK, yeah. OK, so I almost feel like it's his movie. It's like he's the main character, even though yeah, we, I don't really think, he, think he I think he's the main plot. Really? I think I agree with you. It's about him getting laid, which is crazy. The fact. All right. Let's start <laughs> with the movie. So we have Shermanator, which it's terrible that looking at this, I don't even know what his real name is. Well, I have the, I have the castless, but Shermanator. I don't care what his real name is. No, you look at him; he's a Shermanator. Like he, <laughs> it really like you know. You want to talk about typecasting? You know, I mean, like he, he's Shermanator. He can't he can't do anything else without being called Shermanator. Yeah, and he gets Shannon Elizabeth in American Pie too somehow. But well, again, talking about this movie, the first movie. It's uh, the redhead catcher from Sandlot. He's best friends, which again, he's cooler than all these guys. He's best friends with Terminator. And his whole point in the movie 
is Rachel, his girlfriend. Then she's a virgin. He's a virgin. He's like, I'm going to get you a prostitute because you have to get laid right now. Okay. So he gets the girl end in the movie. The movie on, opens up again. He slept with one girl. Who, the Terminator? Yeah. Okay. Rachel. So in the beginning of the movie, he thinks he's this hot shit. He's going on like, again, we'll talk about what kind of competition this yeah, is. I, okay. Yeah. And so he goes out, he's like, yeah, babe, I got to leave. And she's like, but I got some news. And he's like, I think we're better, you know, apart. And I'm just like, why? So he's dating her from the first movie. So they dated in yes. the first movie. Okay. Yeah. And this is like right after they had sex. They, so like, was, was she nerdy in the first before? movie? Uh, I guess she's sort of nerdy. She's, but not nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she doesn't look nerdy, but I mean, like, was she also like a virgin in the first movie? She was, yeah. That was okay, the whole thing okay. that she wouldn't put out. She was waiting for like the right moment, which is because she seems really into Terminator. So I mean, he must be, you know, exactly hacking. hacking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote later in my that, notes. It can't be anything else. Later in the notes, I wrote she's really hung up on Terminator. He must be hung. Did Did you say hung up on purpose? Yes, I did. <laughs> so is this a real thing? I've heard like semesters abroad but the fact that it's semester at sea and honestly i didn't know until the end of the movie that i thought it was all the same school competing in this competition but it really wasn't we only saw like it was basically one, one like school this, we saw one school yes <laughs> it made no it, to me when they said that at the end they're like you know out of all the schools i'm like wait there's more than one school on this ship I, I don't think so because you really don't see anybody in a ship except the same five people from the one school. But then you only see one other team compete if you really want to say they competed. I mean, they, oh my they just, they're topless, you know, <laughs> which, you know, is a winner in my book. Um, yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I, I know like they're, they're here to compete in a play. I want to know who who's the direct like who's the casting director for this play? Because they are all horrible in their roles, in in the the behind the scenes, the like like there's not one person in, in the play that's good at their job. So how nope. do they cast them, and how, what makes them think they could compete? Yeah. So the f- exactly. So the fact that Robin, who is in charge of everything, so I'm sure she casted these people. Yeah, the fact that they didn't through until we see them actually do the play, which we'll get into later, of course, they're just reading the lines, like just reading the lines. They're not even, and I'm thinking, like, is this how they're going to say them later? Obviously, they ham it up a little bit, and it's a little funny. But why, why are they even trying to do this? They seem like they don't care. They don't. Not that they don't care. It looks like they've never done this play before. Like if they're going to compete in a competition, wouldn't you think like this is something they've done already and they did so well that like they was recognized to go yes. on the show? Like here, it looks like it's the first run. Like they've never done this play before. Like it just doesn't make sense. It <laughs> is true. It's just like it'd be cool. Maybe just a little bit in the beginning of it. I don't think the I don't think the last one when they finished the last one, they at the end of the movie. I don't think it leads into a sequel. But why not the beginning of the movie have the buddies hanging out and be like, "Hey man, semester at sea." It's like, oh man, this would be so cool to do. But you have to try out for this play. Do some quick five minute montage. But the fact that we're already on this ship, yeah, and then we find out these people don't even care. Nobody cares about what they do. 
No, and and okay, so they're there for the play. Yet you have a history teacher or an archaeology teacher and the dean. Like yeah. it, it seems like it's like I would think like an English teacher maybe. You know, it's a <laughs> yeah. play. Like why why an archaeology teacher and the dean? Yeah. Like again, like it, it just just nothing makes sense in this whole movie. Yeah, but and they showed one other teacher for like a half a second for like one little scene. I'm like, oh, maybe this guy's gonna be something. No, they just they showed did. him talking and pointing at a chart. Yeah, it was just before we saw uh, Mr. Sheffield from the nanny start his class with all the women like fawning over him. But uh, oh man, so let's talk about the dean. So okay. the dean is actor Larry Drake been a ton of stuff he was on like, man. He was in, like yeah yeah man yeah I, I was very sad when we started this this podcast journey one of my favorite horror movies growing up on vhs my dad got it for me it was called dr giggles yep. it was like a staple at every sleepover and so when i started this podcast my buddy goes dude you gotta interview dr giggles i looked it up and he died i was gonna say oh. well i mean he looks huge in this movie yeah you know so like he, he looked like he was at the end of his uh like oh, I, yeah i wonder if he died like soon after this because he just he didn't look well i mean he just looked over too big like he was always a big guy but not like this uh he looked kind of sickly actually i think you know so uh, but yeah he's he's great i mean wasn't he he was also on a long-running tv show wasn't he like on say oh, yeah. elsewhere yeah he's one of those guys that was on like a yeah. ton yeah. of stuff yeah but yeah no it's so cool to see him in this movie and then you get the and then again, all the stereotypes, you have the stereotypical stoners. And then you have, again, we meet Rusty for the first time. And I think he is like the highlight of the movie, I think. Correct. I mean, like I said, the movie, I mean, again, it was, it was, it's almost two hours, I think, right? This movie's like an hour and 45 yeah, like an minutes. Hour for, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long movie, you know, uh, uh, and it, it wasn't a breeze to watch. I mean, it, it was, you know, I, I didn't laugh a lot. I really only laughed when Rusty. I, I think yeah. Rusty was good. And I looked him up. I, was he in a lot of he, I don't think he was in a no. lot of things either. Yeah. I mean, I, he, I, I, he easily could have been in a lot of other com, like teen comedies because, I mean, I think he played the role very well. Yeah. He has that. If somebody was casting him, they'd be like, I need a guy that looks like Steve Zahn. He has like Steve Zahn look to him. He does. But he had great line delivery, even when he was signed up for the absence groups and Vita Guerra. FHM model of the year over and over again. And in this movie, she was very, really, she was like very tame. They made her look wholesome based on obviously okay. what her character was. There's no, was she, she wasn't in the first movie, right? No. Okay. So was that, was her dorky boyfriend in the first movie? Yes, he was. And he was a super dork in the first one. Well, he's pretty dorky in this one. I, I mean, know. I mean, and again, there's no way she would be with this guy. Exactly. I mean, no way. I, in fact, I talked about, you know, the Shermanator's girlfriend. She's right up there, man. She was, oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you look at all of them. I mean, Lions, I mean, Topanga, like, it, it's tough to choose. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's definitely. No, again, but there's so many nerds. There should yes. have been, like, that guy maybe, like, battling for Vita Guerra's, like, attention. So maybe Newmar or like Rusty's obviously character was going for something totally different. But when she comes up, she's like, Oh, I didn't know you're signing up for the absence group. And he said, Oh, I thought I was signing up for the huge penis club. <laughs> he he's very similar, similar to uh Jim in America pie. Like he had that, like, yeah. you know, like everything went wrong for him throughout the whole movie, you know? And I think I could see like a lot of his scenes were like totally Jim would be the same way, exactly. you know? So yeah, no. 
That was pretty funny. <laughs> and then, like you mentioned, the nerdy guy, he's wearing a tricycle, and somehow this guy's wearing a, a driving a wearing. He's riding a tricycle on a cruise ship. He falls, and we find no, out. No, it wasn't a tricycle. It was a unicycle. A unicycle, even worse. <laughs> Which is even worse. <laughs> I don't know. Is that. I guess a tricycle, you'd be like, oh, this guy can't ride a bike. I mean, well, yeah, but you know, I can see like a tricycle for like comedy purposes, like, you know, on the ship, you know, yeah. but a unicycle, I mean, first of all, it takes talent. I mean, it's not easy to do, but it's just so bizarre. It just like, like, it doesn't make sense. Like who, who, who does that? Some unicycle rider just stopped the episode. <laughs> I, in, in college, one of my fraternity brothers, um, he, he was, he was a little overweight. Um, you know, he played football though, and he was able to ride a unicycle and juggle flaming torches. <laughs> That's a talent. <laughs> Put that on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get Topanga, Danielle Fischel, we get Jennifer Lyons, and then we see them reading scenes again at this point in the movie. Before you see the play at the end, you're just like. What is this? Obviously, it seems like it's some clue-ish kind of like whodunit murder mystery. <laughs> I, I just like how that you keep seeing that rubber glove everywhere, you know, and like it's like like it just it just it's so stupid. It just you're right. It was kind of clueish. Yeah, the rubber glove thing. Uh, I had so many like guesses in the beginning, and did they really ever? Did we ever really find out who had the glove that we got that got caught with it? We kind of know who admitted to things, but that was well, it. Yeah, but he but then he admitted he didn't do it. Like he he was he, he didn't like he didn't mean to kill the one guy. Yeah, yeah, that didn't make sense because the, multiple people had the same rubber gloves. Yeah, I mean Dante had it in his back pocket in the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Hmm. Uh, it's. <laughs> I was just thinking of that because I remember watching. I'm like. I wrote down, like, I think that it's this person, the leader. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. maybe it's this guy. And then we never got closure. Like, official well, closure. I mean, when you find, when you see the the villain, I guess, the, you know, you see his body at one point, you knew it wasn't a skinny person. Oh, no, yes. You know, I mean, so I think that was the only clue that kind of, you know, because, I mean, I had Dante the whole way. I mean, I thought it was just so dumb, like, the way they were doing yeah. it. Um, but, yeah, when, when you see his body, you're like, all right, it's got to be the captain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now, now I remember the part that I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so then we have Topanga, who her character, oh, she's Marla and Jennifer Lyons is Lynn. They say, absence group, why are you going to this? And he said, if I didn't already get a DUI, then I would drive a bus through your vaginas. It's it, honestly, every line he has in the movie is. Like goal, everything that he says. See, he's like that character at the movie. You couldn't have more of them. Well, yes, you could have, but if you had too much, maybe it wouldn't land as it would much. Be, right, I agree. I think they had just enough of him um, because I, I, again, he was the funny part of the of a movie that really wasn't funny unless he was in it. Yeah, so yeah. it's like they broke up each scene with him. <laughs> but again, you know, again, talking about like not having a plot, I feel like each character had their own plot. Like, exactly. Like, it's just so weird. Like it, the whole Topanga and uh, Alliance. I mean, like that was a, a running thing throughout the whole movie. Yes. And it really didn't end. Really, they didn't have like closure to it. No, no. Were, yeah. They, they still have us guessing. Like, okay. So, I mean, like 
Well, guessing for Topanga. Obviously, you know, Jennifer Lyons' character was all for it. 100%, yeah. Right. But Topanga, like, you still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then right away, like, yeah, us talking about it before, about the groups and uh, the people competing, right away we get womanizing objects. We're watching them on stage. And all they did was hold their noses. And they said, wee you, wee you, wee you. And I think they're already, I don't know, are they already nude at this point? No, no, no. They, Is them they practicing? Start... Oh, you mean when they when they put the play on, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if, I, I, I'm sure I would have wrote down that they were nude in my notes. They, they were not. They, they, no, it was one at a time. They started. Oh, okay. So they, they, they so it came out like, what are the, what's that artsy kind of like play? Like Blue they, Man Group-ish? No, well, you know what? You've seen Santa Live do it a lot too when they do like yeah. they. So I, it's like that artsy, like spoken word kind of like, you know, like really artsy kind of play. So that's what they're doing. They're all dressed in black. They're all, you know, like you see. <laughs> and then the one takes their top off and then the other one starts slowly takes the top off. And like and then they start talking about their breasts. <laughs> and I, I love the judges. I mean, like the Cato Kalen, you had. Uh, Dr. Joyce Brothers, Dr. Joyce Brothers, and then the other guy, Ted Lang. Yeah, you're from the Love Boat. Dukes. Yes, that's he looks exactly. He oh, you didn't know? I know I, he looked familiar, but wow, and he looks exactly the same. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So like, and they, that's yeah. The, their play was basically going topless, <laughs> and I I think that was foreshadowing because didn't who was it Rusty that said if we all go naked or something like that. I think we're going to win or something like, did he say something like that? And then later on, yeah, yeah. you kind of, you kind of have half the stage naked. Yes. They, yeah, they did. They did have some help from that. <laughs> so then at the abstinence support group, uh, Lynn and Marla, they say they're born again, virgins, which I don't know if that's something that maybe a group would accept, but the million dollar question I have for you is the, the fat had red, the, the redheaded fat lady. Who's smoking a cigarette? Is she a student? <laughs> um, that's that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I it was I, just I, bizarre because nobody seemed like they knew her, and it oh, seems like a no, really right. small. And I was school. gonna say she kind of came out of nowhere. Like you had like these, you know, you had the characters, there, and she came out of nowhere both times. You see her. You only see her twice, and she came out of nowhere both times. <laughs> she kind of reminded me of the teacher in Porky's. Oh the- my god! I was just thinking that, <laughs> and that scene. I thought that yes, was going to yes, happen. Yes. So I that like she could have been her daughter. I mean, <laughs> she looks a lot like her. But yeah, you know what? I didn't. Even th- I honestly did not think about that. Like, if she's a teacher or a student, I, I yeah. I mean, I, I I I'm assuming she's a student. I mean, she's showering with the other students. So I mean, uh, can't imagine a teacher showering with them. So I mean, uh, I, I don't know. Cavendish should probably be right in there with them. <laughs> sleeping with students so we see his class for the first time all seemed like pretty much all girls in his class in bikinis fawning all over him i, I wrote that down so like that their, their class is just wearing bikinis that's <laughs> and again you're on a cruise ship who's really going to pay attention to class you know when you're on a cruise ship exactly and the fact that it seems like that again the plot could have added something because it seems like he went on this cruise and it just so happened that this cruise with this play on it, that's for competing. There's teachers there to teach. 
Well, maybe he's the one. I'm assuming he's the one that kind of set the crews up for whatever reason. Maybe that's this, what I mean. He, yeah, so he had to be involved somehow. Um, again, that's maybe that's why there, an archaeologist there. I mean, like it makes no sense for that teacher to be there, but maybe he's the one that set it up. Maybe, maybe he's the casting director. He is. Maybe I mean, he, just, he like, is, put he is, he is sleeping with the casting director. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, it just made no sense that he was there. And, oh, it just so happened that this competition for these three horrible plays has to do with, oh, they're going to stop at the island where I need to sell this diamond. So, again, he is like an Indiana Jones type guy. And so his room gets broken into by a sort of larger person well you don't see the larger person yet you just see like the, oh yeah the glove and it, right yeah so you don't know in the trench coat and he goes in he breaks into like his safe like steals a bunch of stuff and then cavendish gets in there and he has it hidden in a statue the key <laughs> okay was that a male organ <laughs> yes okay <laughs> Okay. And he puts it in his mouth, doesn't he? Yes, he <laughs> doesn't does. it, it's, okay. All right. I'm just I mean, I'm just curious. <sighs> <laughs> like did that make any sense? I mean, like why would you need a key like that? You know, I mean he's straight, I'm assuming. So like I don't know why that was the key he had. Yeah, and I just thought of something I'm gonna write down and think talk about later because I don't want to reveal the who it is. But now what we just talked about before, yeah, well, <laughs> I think it makes sense. <laughs> so then we see the captain for the first time. Uh, I have his name here. Oh, Richard Real in a ton of things. One of those great, great character actors, Office Space. Really, any movie you watch in the 90s. And Wait, who would he play in Office Space? Isn't he the guy in Office Space that backs up and get? he tries to kill himself in the garage and then backs up and gets to a car? Wait, is he, is he the one they, they sent to the basement? No. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. He's the guy that... They, when they interview him, they ask him what his job is. Okay, okay, says, okay. Oh, yeah. I talked to the so yeah, 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 okay, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, it's a guy that's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then we get his smoke show of a wife, Jasmine St. Clair. She's summer solstice or Mrs. Bunkley, who I almost. So she basically played the same role she plays in real life in this movie. Pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty much okay. Pretty much, and and the, and the captain reminded me of Lassard. Oh yes, exactly. Exactly. Like, like, I feel like they, they definitely ripped on a bunch of movies in this, in, you know, because we'll get to, you know, Weekend of Bernie's later also. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Me and Jennifer, uh, we talked about that a lot. Because <laughs> we brought up like stu- like comedies that you watch and we're like, oh, this is like, you know, you know, when you watch a movie, this is silly, you know? And then I was like, oh, my God, I that's in Dorm Days too. And we talked about that for a while. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, you mentioned before, so he's banging... Uh, Cavendish is banging Robin, the, the director, the writer of that play. I don't really know. It seems like she did it all, but she didn't want to go to the final performance. Kind of weird. Well, I mean, would you want to show your face there knowing the disaster that, you know, <laughs> is the play? You know, so, I mean, I, I, I can understand why she would. I just don't understand why she would take this job or why is she surprised that it's not going well? That's that's what I want to know. Like, because again, it seemed like none of them knew their lines, and they, even the guy doing the lights, screwed up left and right. The guy I mean, who like, did no. the lights that must have either been one of the writers, directors, <laughs> or a friend, because he seemed like meh. every line. Eh. 
<laughs> what man i duct taped the lights and it's just like he he just seemed so like each it was one take let's get it over with he didn't give two shits about anything what what year did this movie come out 2006 okay so was it after american pie oh, or yeah. around the same time Okay, oh, like ten years, almost ten years after. I feel like years. they again they ripped on American Pie a lot too, having the Asian kid beat a stoner. Yeah, like American Pie and the and his friend, like it just it, it definitely like they took bits from so many movies and created and that's, one. Yeah, that's what those. Yeah, that's like that. Like this is a B movie. It, it went the first one went to the movie theater. I don't know if this one did. First one didn't do too well, so maybe this is like straight to DVD or straight to VHS. Which I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so then this is like where it's kind of revealed right away. But then I didn't think. So then we see the captain who's like, well, I don't even know what he's doing. Cleaning a gun or he was, he was doing something on his desk and it looked, he and he had those gloves no, on. No, he was, he was cleaning a gun on his desk with, with those gloves on. So like Correct. right away, I'm like, Correct. Correct. Did he just tell us the end of the movie? The same glove, yeah, but he but he had the same rubber gloves that Dante had in his back pocket when he was spying on uh, the girl going into the teacher's room. So, yeah. like, like I, I guess they're trying to throw you off, you know? Uh, or it's like, because I think those are the only two times you saw the gloves. So it's almost like they filmed the captain scene first with the gloves, and they're like, all right, you know what? This is too obvious. Let's just, <laughs> let's just throw them in the back of Dante's back pocket. Let's yeah. just throw people off a little bit. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like right, I was just like, I think we know what's happening. So then I love when the captain's playing with a rubber ducky when Cavendish breaks in because that's when the captain, right after that, when he's cleaning it, he says, "Oh, change of course, we're not going to be going to so and so." And Cavendish is with Robin. He's like, "Oh crap, I got to go because I need to make this stop." And you get this guy that's like in charge of this huge ship, and he's playing like like he's playing like war in the tub with duck. And he spends a lot of time with the students. Like, where's the other passengers? Like, <laughs> are there other passengers on the on the, on the ship? <laughs> it seems like there should be other schools from what they say sure. later in the movie, but we see no one. We see, see like three nobody. We see like three employees of the ship later in the movie in like Navy gear. Like, uh, I guess that's ship gear. No, even at the bar. Like, you don't see, you only see them. <laughs> like, you see the same first of all the bar is empty except for two people every single time or for three or four like you really see no there's really nobody else on the ship like it's almost like it's the the four the girls that took off their tops for the first play and then this school and that's it yeah and not even his school the the six people that are in the play and the dean (laughs) dean Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And then now we have to talk about a character that we might have seen only. I don't know if we might have seen him yet, but it's Andy uh, Andy Barkley from Child's Play Three, the kid who played Andy, and he plays that over the top gay uh, costume oh, that's him? design. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sheesh. I. You know what? That character was just 
it feels like it was just thrown in there. And then like, I almost feel like I thought that character was faking it. And oh my God. Yes. Right? Cause when that girl came to kiss him yeah, and he turned and she's, she gave him the coffee. He like gave this like yeah. look. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that'd be, that would have been really funny if he was like really macho. If he, I, 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 I thought maybe he was involved with like, maybe he was the guy with the, the diamond. And like yeah. at the end, he revealed that he's straight. Like he's like in Clue. Yes. You know, and he, you know, I mean, so like, yeah, because he was, he was so over the top. I mean, really, you know. It was, I don't know if he is homosexual, yeah. but if he's not, kind of like offensive over the top he was oh there were some points i'm just like i agree i agree no and that was andy that was the andy that was only in the third one yeah yeah Yeah. that's amazing okay (laughs) yeah i wonder if he did a lot after this (laughs) so then we get one of the stoners and we get another pretty hot chick that is like a total drunk in this movie, she oh. every time she gets drunk, she sleeps with someone. And they're trying to convince the dean. She shows up, showing her legs in like leather, and he looks over and notices. Oh, and her that top she, is open. Oh, she's sitting in her is. bra. It is. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's funny. I didn't realize who that was at first. I thought that was Shermanator's girlfriend. They kind of look alike. The sure, sure. Yeah. So I was until later on when they they kept going back and forth. But I thought it was her at first. But yeah, I mean. Uh, and she's like sitting there, like doing a Sharon Stone, and like. <laughs> and again, why are the these two people that are horrible to play? Why are they up for a scholarship? Yeah, and, and, and again, the kid's a stoner, so I mean, like he seems like he's pretty like wasted most of the movie. I, I don't think he'd be the one, you know, to be up. There. And his and his convincing argument, not about like his GPA or his extracurricular. He goes, "My dog just died." <laughs> When he knows well, he was going for sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't let's not forget his best friend, the other stoner, who's an Asian guy, they they were very creative with the name Wang. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> God. <laughs> so then we get Cliff, who we almost interviewed. That guy was texting back and forth to me, James. Uh, I have his name somewhere, but yeah. So we were like texting back and forth. Never happened, but yeah, he's in this movie. He's, he's a pirate bartender. Was he in the first movie? Yes. Okay. Cause like he talked to him, like he was a big part of the first one when he was talking to him, like, I guess he got the other guy arrested or something like that. Or the, what I forget what he's, what the conversation was like, you know, he was surprised to see him there, but yeah. 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 No, they, they referenced the first one and then, yeah, just the fact that they almost forgot to write him in, and they're like, let's just have him sneak on the ship as a pirate bartender. Was he a student in the first movie? I th- yeah. So how come he doesn't go to school there? He's he happens to have a job like a a job in the real world on a cruise ship. Wasn't this like the summer? I think is a semester at uh, sea, so they do the stuff in the summer, maybe. So maybe he I, should go home. I I I wasn't thinking it was. I always think it was like a regular semester. You know, when you yeah, when you go study, know. like when you study abroad. I figured this was study. Yeah, I, I I was assuming this was like during the school year. So, I don't hmm. know. Or maybe he flunked out. He seems like he might flunk up and flunk out if he's ready to go full pirate within like <laughs> seconds. Yeah, it's a funny part. So he was pretty good. No, he was. Oh, dude, he's part of like one of the another like really funny yeah. scene in the movie that yeah. they did twice. 
both times I left. Yeah. You know, even though it was like the repeated thing. So, oh yeah. So we were talking about, oh no, you know what? I was wrong before. When we saw that other group that I mentioned, the three girls, we just saw them like practicing. We saw their name. Right. Okay. This is where I wrote down the judges. We got Ted Lang. Okay. And then, yeah. And then Cato, his line, everybody else says something very like, like in depth about the yep, play. Yep. He goes, I like boobs. <laughs> Of all people that the cast, though, they cast him. Like, I, I don't know how this guy gets jobs. Yeah, I mean, you know what? He might have been in because after the trial, then there was like reality hit reality TV shows started hitting. I feel like he did the rounds on all of them. This might have been around the time he was on like The Apprentice or well, isn't he also on Sharknado? I think he's in one of the Sharknados, I think. I'm sure forget, another guy that we're supposed to interview. He, he keeps every time I reach out to him, he keeps pushing me back a month. So, He's you know, we, yeah, he is busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know what? Another giveaway, by the way, for the, the mystery guy with the rubber gloves. He also is a heavy breather. Yes. So, again, it makes sense who it is when you think <laughs> when you think about it, <laughs> which, again, it's not that hard. There's only like. <laughs> Two fat guys in the entire movie. Well, yeah, you know what? I was thinking it could have been the other fat guy. Uh, I was thinking that too, because yeah. he was like kind of bitter, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have oh my god. This is where it just again makes no sense, like throughout the whole plot. So then we have Cavendish. So he is gonna try to do whatever it takes once he finds out from the captain that he's not going to stop and they're going to figure something out what was he planning on doing was he planning on like like taking one of those boats and rowing to get to it and the fact that he's selling this diamond for 20 million dollars again maybe a diamond's worth that much but that this guy is only going to buy this diamond that he wants to pay so much money for for that wouldn't shouldn't he have said hey how about this you come get it i'll take 15 Right. No, hundred percent. You know, I, I wonder if there are there diamonds that big like that. I don't know. I mean, it, it looked like overly large. And and what are the odds of having the same exact diamonds in a play? <laughs> exact same diamonds. Was that a plan? Whoever put this all together, <laughs> the Mr. Not the Mr. Body, but whoever put this whole thing together is that they knew that that play would be that Mr. Body. <laughs> I don't even know what diamonds look like. If there's any diamond finders or excavators or diamologists. But that size? I mean, that's mad. <laughs> you know what, though? Is that the same kind, like, size that Indiana Jones goes after? Like, it probably, or one of those movies. Like, you know, I feel like I've seen it somewhere. I love our references. It's just movies that diamonds are that large. In real <laughs> life, they're not that big. <laughs> but, yeah, so then at that at that bar... Uh, Rusty sees the captain's wife, hits on her, no luck. Which again, the reveal with him and her later doesn't he rec- does he recognize it? Like, or he thinks he not might. Yeah, he says, yeah, he goes, yeah, he she thinks he recognizes really her. Familiar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote oh, this is a line. I think you'll agree with this. I wrote, I can't live in a world where any chick will just make out with Sherman. The fact that him and Rachel see each other and they're kind of like, Oh, this is, they're like bitter towards each other. She starts making out with some guy. He starts just, he grabs a random girl and they start making out. And I'm and like, she's good looking again. Like she's good looking. 
I've got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, only in the movies. Only in the movies, Sherman. <laughs> I, so by the he, way, I, I mean, yeah. he, he, again, I don't know if he's in much more. I'm going to say it again. He's always Shermanator, no matter what. Yes. Even in, I forget what commercial he was in. He played the same guy. He played like some, he did like some commercial in like the late 2000s. And I'm like, Shermanator. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'm sure he gets oh, a ton of money. Oh, easily. Comic cons and autographs and stuff. Just saying, you know, doing his line. I've been sent from the future. <laughs> Boom. Gold. So here's the best part of the, again, Rusty, best part. This part, I don't know how it gets right. right written in so these stoners are out of weed which makes no sense because they smoke weed later in the movie so i don't know where they find well i mean not not to mention that uh most of this seems to happen on the first day so (laughs) it's all the first right it's all first day so if they're like true stoners i think they're gonna pack for the weekend you know like i mean how long for them to be out and again, it's not even a full day. You know, it's still like still light outside. So for them to run out this fast, they're not really good stoners. Well, actually, they're perfect stoners because stoners would probably be like, dude, we got to bring the pound. OK, so grab the pound of weed. And then when they get there, they forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's an effect of marijuana is forgetfulness. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was going to try to do like a recall like pretend that I didn't hear that or say something again, like stoner joke. But when they go up to the one guy, the one guy's like, they, they say, no, I don't have it. And he goes, yeah, did you ever smoke mon- monkey bones? Well, no, don't they go to, they go to the Russian guys first, right? Was it? Well, yes. The Russians got, those are the guys that sit. Do they mention the monkey bones or no? No, 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 no. The monkey. Okay. So, so they're sitting at a table with the Russian guys first and they want oh, like, okay, yeah. ridiculous amounts of money. You know, um, so, something like that. So, like, they don't have that. Um, and, like, these Russian guys look like typical, like, Russian mobsters. Like, it's, like, the shadiest. So then then the next scene, you see the guy who owns the monkey. And, like, he's doing something. And, like, the monkey either stole something from him or screwed up. He goes, I'm just going to grind you. Like, like he said he's going to kill him or something like that. Yeah. So that's when he decided to talk to the guys about the monkey balls. Well, there was a guy before there. Was, so there was a second guy in between. There was oh, a guy talking. Yeah. So he was yeah. talking to the kids and he's like, you know, get, give you ground right. up. Yeah. And he goes 200 bucks. And he's like 200 bucks. That's a lot of money. We only have a hundred dollars. Right. And then that's when the other guy pissed. Yes, at he, he popped out of like his little hole in the, in the side. And because he, <laughs> he heard it. Because yeah, the other guy mentioned monkey balls. And that's what, that's why he came. No, out. it's right. monkey so bones. Guys, the, Wait, why do you balls. keep saying monkey balls? It was monkey balls. Oh, don't tell me that. I thought it was monkey bones. <laughs> well, I, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I could have sworn it was monkey balls. No, because then they had to kill him. You have to okay, kill well, him. Kind of I, okay, balls how are you going to take his balls out without killing him? Knock him out. You, th- you, th- you think a monkey's going to sit there? What? No. I, I could have sworn it was monkey balls. <laughs> well, both oh, scenarios is- are just that. <laughs> Hold the- well, so what you do you kill think the monkey? Nice- so monkey bones, yeah, but how you get, you're going to grind the monkey. Like, I think the monkey balls, you can just throw on there and start smoking it. Bones, you really can't light. Oh, no. What I'm saying is that's why you got to like, you got gr- to, you don't grind balls. You like puree. Balls. You don't have to grind them. You just, you can just heat them up right there. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I, it's gotta be balls. <laughs> balls is funnier. <laughs> I'm 
gonna have to. That's really how did funny. we miss? How did both of us miss what they're saying throughout the whole movie? Like, so it's not even the first. I mean, we've heard. So we heard that term multiple times, and all I heard was balls, and all you heard was bones. We'll see. Every we'll see who's time. right. We'll see. We'll check who's right afterwards. But God, that's <laughs> funny. So then Cavendish, he's drinking alone, and then we see the mystery man with the like the odd color blue gloves, and he spikes the drink of the captain. This is when the captain. Oh, this is when the captain takes the phone call. So this is when the captain is like, "Oh, I got a bolt," and then the one girl is going to drink it. I forget her name. The girl that. <laughs> was trying to yeah. like flirt with the Dean and yeah, dude, that whole part. Then the guy cared enough about her that he slapped the drink and ran whoever it was. There there's it was Dante. Wasn't it? Or no, so it was Dante her. at that part. No, 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 no. First of all, no, he liked, uh, God, there's so many of the names are so, so oh, he liked, he liked the professor. He, he liked Robin. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. First of all, we really haven't talked about Dante at all. Can we talk about him for one second? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about him. Okay. Okay. So first of all, he looks like Marilyn Manson. I was thinking he looks like Gene Simmons' son. (laughs) So if Gene Simmons and Marilyn Manson had a baby, that's what he had. And I almost feel like he came across a little flamboyant. He did. He did. Okay. So, but, But he was all after the one girl. So, like, I was a little confused with him. Yeah, because he hated, he, just, he was pissed at Rusty. He goes, "Why'd you correct. leave your hat on the prop table?" And like that was like such a big thing that well, he seemed he seemed pissed at a lot of people. Like he he was just angry, angry guy like throughout. But I just he just seemed like he just was he in anything because he looks he also looks bizarre. Like he just, I don't think so. He just <laughs> all right because he just looks like a, a real weirdo. Like it's almost like they 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 put a cast and call out for like someone like we just need someone who looks weird and like this guy just you know made it because he wasn't a good actor. <laughs> and and like I just all right I don't know I don't yeah. know we didn't we didn't talk about him and I just had no. to say yeah no that's great no with him like I didn't really think anything of him because I I, I agree with you I th- I thought he was just gonna be like some angry guy like some kind of stereotypical like in the oh, he movie was and have- he was stalking her throughout the whole movie yeah hmm okay. <laughs> I was just excited to say that she looked, he looked like Marilyn Manson, but I didn't think Gene Simmons, but that's pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, oh, dude, how about when Cavendish is trying to leave and Topanga and Jennifer oh. are like, do you want to hook up with us? And I'm just like, <laughs> they, they see, uh, yeah, but was that, wh- why did they ask that? Because the, they, they, they were up until that point, they were born again virgins. Yeah, for like a few hours, I think. All right, but I mean, like, but what put them over? Like, what was it that put, I don't remember? What put them over the edge to like break that? I think them too. I think the the sexual tension of them so, looking. Okay, at so you think that was their way of saying, "All right, you know, we gotta we gotta stop this. Like, whatever's going on between us, and let's like kind of okay." Yeah. All right, so that was like kind of like the first step of like these two having an issue with each other. Yes. Okay. Because then like, right away they like made a they were like looking at each other in a certain way, and then they saw yeah. him. So, yeah. so this guy, all the hot girls want to sleep with him, yeah. and he, wow, and he turns them all down. Well, look at the nerds; it, it, it's all nerds, <laughs> and you have is, him, you know, true. an that adventurer. Yeah, that has this twenty million dollar diamond. He has, he has like sort of an English accent, you know. He's from England, yes. I think. 
yeah so man yeah, all right <laughs> i i guess you know it's it, it, with all those nerds i think yeah i guess you're right although the one guy who sleeps with the the alcoholic girl he seems like he would like he'd be in a cool group that's what I mean. Him and the guy, if you remember fr- the newer Friday the 13th, the douchey blonde hair guy, he's in this movie barely. He sleeps with her the first night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. W- was so, he one of, Was he one of the 15 naked guys that were coming out of the closet? He was not. Who, who were those guys? <laughs> oh, was that all the other schools? What, a male school? All Maybe. male school? Well, you know what? You had the old girl school before on stage. They should add a couple of girls in there. Ja- you know, Jasmine should add some girls waiting in there. Maybe. Oh, later in the movie, there is a girl in line. Is there? At the very end. Yeah, one girl. <laughs> that, that line left me up, left, uh, made me crack up because he goes and grabs it. I mean, we're, I know we're not there, but he grabs the number 29 and he goes, oh, yeah, there's about 60 people online. <laughs> he just picked 29. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Rusty crushing it. He probably just did that off the top of his head. So then we get Cavendish escaping from the blue glove man and he's going to shoot him. And Cavendish does the old like mystery movie. I know it's you. I knew it was you. He swings his suitcase, knocks the gun out. It falls. And then the guy tosses him over. And dude, when he lands perfectly in that lounge chair, what were you thinking? Did he, did he toss him over or did he, like, did he fall over himself? He, he, I don't think he threw him over. I think it was Um, like a, Oh, was it from that when he swung, he fell? So something like that. Is it that was like it was? again, it, yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't think, knowing who the the mystery guy is, I don't think he could handle throwing him over. <laughs> yeah, the guy was heavy breathing the whole time. That is true, but they did like scuffle a little bit. And he yeah. like fell back. I think right, right. that's what it was. Yeah, but yeah, so he lands right in the lounge chair perfectly. Well, that's how Bernie's Bernie did it. That is true. Every- but do you think he's dead right now? I I did think he was dead. I mean, uh, because it, it would kind of defeat the purpose of him still being alive at that point. So I did think he was dead. Um, and and I honestly, when that happened, I'm like, I know where this is going. Like I, I knew, like it's some. I, I mean, I didn't I didn't think it was going to go <laughs> the direction it went with those two kids. I just figured, like you know, like people would think he's sleeping, like you know, the whole time. Like I didn't, you know, <laughs> I mean, they they took it to the next level. Before we talk about that, I just have to mention again, we're living in a world that Sherman is saying to Rachel, who's an absolute 11, 12, she's <laughs> hooking up with one guy. Oh, that one guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Stukas. She's hooking up with Stukas at that part. Yep. And Sherman goes, oh, you can only get with one guy. And he's making out with the three girls from the womanizing objects group. Yep. Where, what happened? And and they follow him back. They go. They they leave with him. Yes. And then we get the. We'll talk about the the what happened with uh, with the Cavendish. But just to finish out that scene. So then Sherman and they happen to have rooms right across from each Wait, other. Wasn't there someone else also? With, so it was the three girls. Wasn't there like another person with them? Uh, another woman? Or was it just the three? It was just the three okay. girls. Okay. Yeah, from that womanizing yeah, objects. Four would be too many for him. <laughs> <laughs> then I would just like. Then I would have turned the movie off. I'd be like, "This is so unbelievable." Three, I can but believe, the, but four, forget it. <laughs> but the fact that they're doing the old, 
okay, we're going to out loud each other because it seems like Sherman is really into, that was his purpose. He wanted to get out. And even though I think we, uh, a few times already, his buddy said, oh, you miss her, don't you? The fact that those girls listen to this guy who's really worried about his girl across the hall that's screaming, like she's having like the greatest time of her life. And he goes to those girls, hey, why don't you girls get started without me? And they get started without him. <laughs> yeah, that was a. Uh, and then, and then, then you see his girlfriend on the other side. Like, just so ridiculous. It just so dumb. Yeah, Stukas passed out, which he, his loss, and she's just jumping. I wonder how many times has that ever really happened that two people are like, "Hey, I my ex girlfriend lives next door." I'm just going to start yelling. Can you start yelling too? I was going to say like, how, how real can that really sound? If it's just her doing it, like it's and the way she was doing it. Like, you know, like you're just, it's so ridiculous. Like she was like, she was like making a big commotion, <laughs> you know? I don't you know. Think, like, do you think Glenn Close could do that? So good that you're like, Glenn Close getting laid. So of all the actresses that you could come up with, you come up with Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't, you couldn't see like Jessica Biel. You couldn't say like, you know, like you come up with Glenn Close, who right now is probably in her 70s. (laughs) Did that you come up with? She could sell it. Hopkins can do it, too. He's 85, 89. Just one best actor. (laughs) I wish I could do a British accent because I would totally attempt him (laughs) making sounds. Okay, so the only thing worse that you could have said was maybe Betty White. <laughs> that would be like, could, you know, like. I, I could never imagine, like, I know she didn't always sound like she does now. She always seems like she's yelling, but I couldn't imagine her, like, in a sultry <laughs> tone. It would just be that, yelling. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. Who's your favorite out of the Golden Girls on the spot? Rue McClanahan? Oh. <laughs> I, I would have... I would say looks probably Betty White, but because Ruth, Ruth is, is just so out there, you got to go with her. Definitely yeah. not. I mean, definitely not the mom because she's just old, even though she's the youngest one out of all of them. I know. Which is crazy. But definitely not the mom and definitely not B. Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i would say you have to go ruth you have to yeah yeah <laughs> arthur would be in charge <laughs> for sure man you got like old lady on the brain man i do have old lady on the brain. <laughs> all right so the, yes so then uh let me clear my browser history <laughs> 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 so then we get rusty and andy barkley they find cavendish and this, um, this, no, uh, was it rusty? Was it rusty or is it the two stone? It was rusty. No, it was rusty okay. and Andy Barkley, the over yeah, yeah, the yeah, top right. guy. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's them two. And the photos that they take are so great pooping, arm wrestling. They're even fishing in one. You know, I, I again, the pooping one is kind of creative. I think it's funny. It's like so stupid, but like, it was very funny. Like, you know, I, 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 again, this part, as much as it annoyed me that they were totally ripping on, on weekend at Bernie's, they were very creative with it. Yeah. So I think that's pretty good. 
So they're having such time, a good time. They think, he's, they think he's just sleeping or they know he's dead. I, I think they just think he's passed out from maybe drinking. I think that's what they said. But the fact that, oh, yeah, I don't know. They, did they check his poll? I don't think they checked his polls. I just think they thought they were sleeping. Well, I don't think they're smart enough to check his pulse. I mean, I just, no. you know. But I just, I, I, I wonder if they think, like, at what point do they know he's dead? Or did they, they, they never do. You know what's funny? They really, they don't tie that up either. No, because after the scene, no one sees him again, right? Nobody sees him. They mention his luggage later. But what I would have thought, that, what I think, like, could have been funny is when they're standing there and they're like, what do you want to do next? And then the Dean walks up and they stand in front of Cavendish in the wheelchair and he rolls. Oh, no, no, no. He goes overboard. No, he it is. A he does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I mean. Like okay. he goes overboard. Maybe at that point, maybe if he just opened his eyes, then then flew over. But yeah. the fact that he's really forgotten, like they talk about him he throughout the rest of the movie, but yeah. maybe yeah. at the very end, he climbs up and saves the day or something. No, you know, I, I like your idea that like he, he really is passed out. And then right before he goes overboard, his eyes open up and then, and then he dies in the water. Like that would have been funny. That would have been like a naked gun thing. Yeah, no, exactly. But the, no, it just made no sense that they forgot about some of these things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they could have deleted the scene, but something you, with him. You think there's deleted scenes? I did fast forward to the end of the credits because I had this weird feeling. Nothing. Uh, surprise. Yeah. I, I think they could have deleted scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I got to say that was a magic wheelchair because that wheelchair did a lot of things. It went up like stairs, almost w- went into her. It went into somebody's room. And, and I tried to he's think not, who it was now. He's not, fa- he's not fastened in there. So, like, how does he stay in there, like, upright the entire time? Like, a, a dead body, I would assume, at a certain point, would just, like, fall to the side. No, yeah. he's exactly the same pose the entire time. And then yeah. I almost forgot, until I looked at my notes, Blue Gloves actually tried to save him when he was going over the edge, because maybe he felt that the diamond was still on him. Right, well, that's, yeah, he was going for the diamond at that point. Correct. Yeah. And then he lets him go and yeah. doesn't get anything from it. But, uh, so then we get the stoners. They're sneaking a monkey back onto the show. The fact that this went farther than <laughs> that it went farther than some guy offering them, hey, do you want to smoke monkey bones or balls, whatever it is? And that would have been funny in itself. And then maybe they offer some other ridiculous exotic game. Hey, you want to smoke some zebra? Like those jokes could have been there, but I do like that they went with it because I love Choo Choo as a character in this movie. <laughs> it was great. He stole so much stuff. He, I, what did I say in the beginning of the movie? He's the funniest part. He's the best actor in the whole movie. He really is. I mean, <laughs> like the things he does is great. Yeah. But, no, I, I, 100%. Like he just. He, he really was like a character in itself, you know, um, just he stole, he stole, literally stole every scene. <laughs> he did. And he, and he's pretty good at convincing these stoners that really wanted to smoke him. And it didn't take much convincing for that not to happen. But I love when, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Andy Barkley walked in or Rusty and they're playing the video games. And Wang goes, this is Choo Choo. We almost killed and smoked him. 
but now we're, now we're teaching her video, yeah, play video games. <laughs> By the way, one of my notes here has the Dean also has rubber gloves. I don't he know. Does. We see it. Yeah. yeah. So I forgot. So yeah. So like now you see rubber gloves, three people have it. Yeah. And I was trying to think of like, what would be his, like, what would he get out of doing that? Like, that's what I was trying to think throughout the movie. Like what could be, obviously again, it's a diamond that's $20 million. Anybody could really like want that. And you know, how'd they all know about it? Well, I guess he kind of talked about it. And I think that. Yeah. But how did they know he has it? Oh, that he has it. Oh, I yeah. don't know. That's that's it makes no sense too. I don't know. <laughs> and and how did he get it? <laughs> I mean, no again, sense. to have a diamond that big, uh, there's got to be a. Uh, I mean, like, I can't imagine a, a professor at a college having that. Yeah. So when we get to the end, we'll we'll go through like theories about how they got to this point. Because yeah, it makes no sense. Really, it really doesn't. So then we get Newmar. Uh, who's really barely in this movie. You barely see him. And he's more of a, I guess he's kind of the same character in the first one. He's like a Disney kid. I think he was in a bunch of Disney stuff. He looks like he would, he would be. Yeah. So then he's ready to set the mood for the first time with Vita Guerra. And again, his buddies are nerdy. Sherman, obviously, in this world, he's a stud. See, the funny thing is, I thought he was like the leader, Numar. Yeah. But you're right. He's barely in the movie. Except for the you know the scenes with his uh, this girl, which again, he might be the dorkiest one of all of them. Like, I, I really like I, if you if you I really can't picture who, which one's the dorkiest. I mean, I I think Shermanator looks the dorkiest because he just looks like Shermanator. Yeah. But I, I swear if he if he's listening to this podcast, man, <laughs> you someone better watch him for the, <laughs> for this week because he's gonna be pretty depressed. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, like is is he also a virgin then? Newmar? Yeah. Still? Yeah. So still. Yep. Okay. So so she they're both virgins at this point. Yes, which which I find yeah. hard to believe. Okay. Well, I Numar, I, I believe, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but the the fact that he goes to his buddies, again, one guy gets a lot of girls, so maybe his advice I'd take. But Rusty, who again, I think he has the he's the funny guy. He might have convinced a girl one time to do it, but he hasn't. And the fact that they suggest porn, and he goes, yeah, why not? And, dude, Rusty pulls out, like, a treasure chest of porn. Like, very neatly organized, like, in, like yeah. Well, yeah, you know, the, 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 the question is, are they all virgins? Like, is Shermanator virgin, too? Not anymore. He, no, no, no. He slept with Rachel at the end of the first movie. Oh, he did? Okay, because cause Rusty's clearly a virgin also. So yes. I was wondering if they're all again, it's the, the American Pie thing, like they're all virgins. So is that, or was that the story in the first one, basically? Well, the first one was just about uh, the redhead catcher from Sandlot. Patrick knew something. He goes to Sherman. He's like, "You got to get laid, man. It's your turn. Okay. End of the freshman year or something stupid." Okay, all right, yeah. all right. But yeah, but he pulls out like it, it, it just all these movies, and the one he gives him was it called Captain Bluebush? Captain Bluebush. Can what is what it like? What's the title? Like, is she blue? It sounds like well, she blows. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, like, but do you think she has a blue? Like, it, like, <laughs> like I mean, like, I'm just trying to think of like what, like, 
why that title? Like they could have made up anything and that's a title to come up with. <laughs> yeah. It could have been a Smurf movie. A Smurf. Yeah, that would be, a, that would have been funnier. I just like, uh, I just, Captain Blue Bush doesn't really sound porny. <laughs> sounds corny. <laughs> that's great. It could have been a Smurf thing. And then, and when they showed the scene, they could have just be like Smurf me. <laughs> Well, I, I could see Rusty watching a, a Smurf porn. I could see that, too. <laughs> now, you think, like, if they made a Smurf porn, do you think it would be a cartoon or adults dresses Smurfs? Uh, adults, 100%. And I guarantee that's a thing. I guarantee if you Googled it. They, you think there's a real to. Smurf porn out there? I'm 100%. <laughs> well, I know there's an Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> see? There's an Edward Penis Hands. And Alice Does Wonderland. See? So, so that so why not Smurfs? Okay, that's true. Ugh. And they're all sleeping with Gargamel. <laughs> all right. Oof. Wait. So you pick Gargamel over Smurfette. So, the, so the porn you're, you're so yours in your mind, Smurf porn is with Gargamel and all the Smurfs. So you're watching gay Smurf porn. Well, no, I'm just saying he's got to be the focal point in the movie. Well, I, I, I would think if you asked most straight men, they would have went Smurfette and you go Gargamel. Well, Smurfette, of course, would be played by Glenn Close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins would be uh, Papa Smurf. Gargamel? <laughs> yeah, no, he'd be Gargamel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. And I love that Newmar sells it to Vita Garrett. This is a big moment for her uh, as a romantic movie. And I love that in the movie, not like with us watching the movie within the movie, that it's like cutting quick. The actual movie in the movie is cutting scenes. Like you show, you see like Jasmine somersaults this, start like hooking up with the guy and then it goes to hardcore pretty quick. Is it a real movie? I don't think so. <laughs> so, okay. So he, he sold it to her as being a romantic movie. I think within the first five seconds the movie's on, she should have realized this is not going to be a romantic yes. movie. So how did she like, because she seemed into it. Like she seemed like, you know, oh, this is like so sweet. Like, you know, like I, she's clearly not a movie buff, I guess. It's not. <laughs> Ooh, this is uh, Captain Blue. Oh, I think I've seen this before. Well, even the title, does he tell her the title? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure the beginning of the movie has the title or something. Or oh, maybe okay. when it says like warning, this is an adult film or something. <laughs> you could have put on wild things. There's a ton of movies that could have set the mood, but he's like, let me just get right to it. And the whole part from this is so cool. Like the next like few minutes, but so then we get, we were talking about Choo Choo. He just stealing Everything. Every time we see Choo Choo, he's robbing people. <laughs> he has it. He has, he has a problem because he's he's not robbing things that people told him to rob. He's robbing things on his own. <laughs> he's just robbing anything. So he's Even one point, one time, one part, he brings Pete and Wang back random stuff. They're like, "Oh, awesome! Thank you, Choo Choo." <laughs> <laughs> Unprompted, he starts robbing people. So, so then we get. A desperate Rusty who's at the bar, and he's again he's trying to get laid. And Jerry is the name of the girl. Then when she's drunk, yeah, she okay. starts sleeping with people. But the fact that he offers her the hair of the dog, 
and it's Everclear, and Topanga slaps it in his face. This scene was, I loved it. Wait, he, he's burning his eyes. He can't see. Okay, okay, so I do have some questions with this with this scene. So I do too. All right. Okay, so go ahead. You, you can go. Go ahead. So, so he asked Sherman. Sherman helps him to go to the bathroom. Sherman sees maybe he sees Rachel well, talking well, okay, to somebody. First of all, the bathroom is a is a full shower place with we're like you know like where fifty people could shower all together. Like, yeah. It's a bathroom. Like it wasn't it wasn't a locker room. He took him to the bathroom because it said men here, women here. So first of all, it's a bathroom. You know, so that's one thing question I had. Um, but go ahead. So two, it has to be that when he walks in there and he hears people talking, does not he does not know it's girls yet, right? Correct. When he says, I hope you what does he say? I hope you guys aren't looking, and he pulls his towel down and starts well, helicoptering. He might have he, at that point, he might have when he first walks because yeah, he because I think they yell. Uh, he might have heard something. Like, I think at the point he did know because I don't. It'd be kind of weird if he said that in front of a bunch of guys. I don't but know. I... What about the fact that somehow he's in a robe? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's blind. He can't see. So where is he? It's a and it's a bathroom. Where is he getting yeah. a robe fun from? And like, how's he? How, how's he finding a robe? Because Shermanator didn't go. Didn't go in with him. He went in no, by he, himself. He let him go. Yeah. Right. So somehow he was able to find a robe, put it on, and know where the, the shower room was. You know, again. So yeah, and then they start laughing at him, and all he had to do was touch the pole where the shower head was, touch a little drops of water, and put it in his eyes, and now he can see everything. <laughs> that's that's how he cleared his eyes. But, exactly. <laughs> and again, all these women are showering. You don't see large Marge yet. We do not see large Marge. And I, again, the second scene she's in, she just appears. And I, I, I want to say I'm glad we don't see her because if we did, she would be one of the naked ones with the other women. Yeah, it's almost like you, I think you said it perfectly. And I was thinking of it before you said it was that she was like the lady from the teacher from Porky's because she was almost like looking out for the other girls and she just starts whipping him with towels and everybody starts like hitting him and and with such force that he flies over the edge <laughs> this part was funny this part I was like that. so and again this part would be an american pie part like this totally yeah. would happen to jim yeah. I mean, which i think actually no it does happen to jim in one of the american pies he falls out the window and he's hanging out it might have been the reunion one or something like that and he's got no towel on it's like cops outside and all that or oh geez. that's when he puts glue he uses glue yes yes glue. yes he comes out in leather and he's hanging from like the, the, the window with no clothes on. So yeah. actually so America Pie from this movie. Cause that came out later on. That's the last. No, American Pie. no this was that American. Really? Was American Pie two was the one that he glued himself when he said, oh, okay, I glued so. myself to myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That maybe it was. Okay. So this movie did rip from that one. So you're okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do love everybody's watching. Everybody busts into Vita Guerra. Well, that that scene also is just like everything. Like they're, they're trying to, they're getting embarrassed. You know, they're the porn out. They had, yeah. And like one, it's almost like another, not another team movie they ripped on. Remember in the beginning? Oh of, yeah, the, the birthday <laughs> scene. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, again, or, you know, it's it just another thing. Like, so they have two, two scenes going on at once. <laughs> And the fact that you have his his ass cheeks 
constantly hitting the window. <laughs> I love his line. He was almost just so fed up with everything. He said, let me die. <laughs> well, oh, that's when you think like at that point, he's hanging over water. Like, wouldn't you just let go and just get in the water? <laughs> like, he's barely holding on to a towel at this point or his robe, whatever. I mean, that could have been good. It, that could have been good. He falls off and then he, maybe he finds Cavendish or something. Yeah. To, like, give some closure to that. Or maybe he found the suitcase. Well, I mean, just, just for embarrassment purposes, I mean, at this point, clearly Shermanator is not pulling him up. No. no. I, would, I would drop in the water. Like, you know, like, I think that's the safest bet. <laughs> and they take pictures of them. Oh, dude! When they're pu- putting the pictures everywhere, I love that. <laughs> He's taking them down. They have like a whole like Xerox hundred stack of it, like smacking on the wall. God, that's so great! And then we have Choo Choo finds that he actually finds the diamond, so he finds a real Pharaoh's heart. Where did he find it? Did they? Did they? He found it like in a little bag. I think that fell when there was that scuffle when Cavendish fell over. So he found like this little like baggy kind of thing. Okay. And they dropped it right into the proc box. Wang was like, Oh, why'd you take it out of there? And like dropped it in. And then we find out later in the movie, they how they figured out it was real, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I did like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then again, so we get this play is they're practicing the play again. No, just running through the lines. Uh, Robin's getting pissed off because Rusty can't nail the monologue again. So he goes, I got to let off some steam. So he takes the same porno that he let his friend just borrow. That was like a debacle. He goes to let off some steam. Oh, <laughs> captain's I, wife. I, I didn't. I thought this was like something else was going to happen. Like, I didn't think that I, fi- I figured someone was going to walk in on him or something like the girls. Like it was total, you know, like, but yeah, this is where he realized. And uh, <laughs> this whole between the him and, and the captain's wife is like, just not even just, like just the rest of the movie, like their interactions are hysterical. Yeah. And they're yeah. so cool. Even though they did again, they did the same thing twice, but they heightened it the second time, but it's great when he goes to the house and he like begs her for sex and then the captain comes back and he sees Cliff, the pirate, in the closet. <laughs> I love those scenes when he's like, oh, honey, I was thinking about taking a shower before I go down to the play later. And when he goes to grab the towel, the pirate hands him the towel. You know, it's you see this Troy in so many different movies, and it's funny every time. You yeah. know, when you're, when, when you're trying to hide from, you know, like, um, no, you're right. I mean, but the it, it just it it worked for the Rusty's personality. I think it it, it was a very funny scene. And uh, my favorite part of it was the fact that honey, we got one of those perverts in here again, and he like does like he's like the Notre Dame Fighting Irish like logo, yep, yep, and he's yep. throwing down like oh my gosh. And, and, he, and he, at one point, doesn't he hit him like fifteen times in a row in his oh, face? He beats the crap out of. <laughs> but the guy just standing yeah. there, he does like the old Popeye. I think he's like you know doing like the Popeye move. Exactly. <laughs> and this captain is kind of dense. When you think about what he possibly could have put together to No, that's why he's Lassard. He's totally Lassard. He plays with toys and you know, he just yeah, he's he's an idiot. 
I don't know who made him captain. I guess the same person that made Lassard captain. Or that is true. You know, Com- no, commandant. Com- Com- yes, you're right. <laughs> Which I don't even know if that's a thing. Commandant Lassard. Oh my gosh! So then, summer solstice finally agrees, and she says, "Come back at eight forty, or or it's never going to happen." <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, it's uh, pretty ballsy for her because he's holding her. You know, he's blackmailing her. So I think he should have made the rules. He uh, should have. Yeah, she she doesn't seem that. I mean, again, you know, like he threatened to tell everybody. So you know, which even if she told, if he told, I I would feel that if he told like the captain, the captain found out. I think the captain would like it. <laughs> Probably. Like, was the I, captain going to kick her out? <laughs> I mean, so do, you think, so do you think he's the 840? Is there like an 810, an 820, an 830, an 850? Well, clearly there's 29 people ahead of him. I know. <laughs> so what time do you think she started? <laughs> That's, I don't think she ever stops. <laughs> it seems like it's just a marathon. As soon as he's working, she just has them all hiding everywhere. What I want to know is why, when he does go back, why like half of them naked? Was well, that like supposed to be all the same? Like, did he all get the wrong number by accident? Like, she handed out a bunch of like 28s? <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't have the deli counter thing up yet. That was after her husband. <laughs> so I do like Robin because she's so fed up. Because, you know, the other thing, she's thinking about Cavendish. She's worried about him because they were romantically involved. And the fact she's given the pep talk to this play that she knows is going to be a complete shit show. She goes, she's like really calm. And she's like, and just remember your motherfucking lines. (laughs) She was funny. I, I, there was a lot of characters in this movie. I think that's what I like about these types of movies is there's like a ton of people and Sometimes it works. Sometimes like we talked about, it, there's so many different like subplots going on, like these little things, but sometimes it's cool. Like animal house. There's like so many people stories that you're learning right. about throughout the way. Well, you know what though? Honestly, the girl outside of rusty, the girls rule this movie. You know, I think the Topanga lines, you know, their scenes together were funny. You know, I oh, think, yeah. you know, uh, the, what's her name? Uh, is it Rachel? The, the Rachel. The, okay. Her Sherman, lo- yeah. No, 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 not her. Oh, yeah, well, she was good, but I mean, um, the one that likes Cavendish. Oh, Robin. Robin. Her li- like, I feel like the guys, the, the, the stoners needed the monkey to make it funny. Like, without the monkey, those guys were not funny at all. Like, in the yeah. beginning of the movie. You know, the Shermanade is not funny. Like, I feel like the girls were, like, the best part of this movie. You oh, know, yeah. uh, you know, without a doubt. And Rusty. And Rusty. And the monkey. And Jasmine. Yeah, the whole Jasmine and Rusty part. So then we get, <laughs> which... Uh, Oh man. So then we get to the part we talked about earlier, like when we, you and I both thought, which is pretty great, that Andy was like pretending to be over the top, like homosexual. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cause that one girl, like when he kisses her yeah. on the cheek, he has like yeah. this weird look. Yeah. But at that time, the monkey like sort of drops something in his drink. So I don't know what. Well, the monkey's what? definitely a prankster. That was the, that was the drug that was supposed to go in that Rusty had, I think. That was supposed to go into the remember Rusty was trying to give the, the alcoholic yeah, and, it fell on the, yeah. and it fell on the floor. The monkey stole it and that's what he put in there. Oh. So, but with with that with that being said, would that made the girl act more flamboyant if she drank it? Oh, I don't know. 
Because clearly the drug all it did was make him even more more flamboyant than he already was. Yeah, and so is that the same kind of thing that Don, uh, Dante put in uh, Stukas's drink? No, he because, no, no, because he he put in the wrong one, I think, because I think he was trying because he put in uh, some, like a poison in that one. Oh, OK. So he's that's what he said. He goes, oh, he's only sleeping. So he 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 only, he, he put the wrong. Dr- there's a lot of like different drugs going around this movie that are dropping people's drinks. No, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to say is when the play actually is going on, it is better when the people are like hamming it up with the accents. But I do love that Jennifer She's really excited with the diamond because she's holding it normal and then she drops it. It doesn't break. And it seems like, cause he did talk about Pharaoh's heart, like during that quick little lesson that Cavendish did on the ship, but those kids who seem again, that they are not smart really no. for nerdy kids right away. They all like, well, look wait, at each well, other like, no, no, they look nerdy, but they're not, I would say they look dorky. I, I think we had this conversation before between nerds and dorks, like which were higher. Yeah. So I think they're dorky. I don't think they're nerdy because nerdies are smart. Okay, so, nerdies are smart. So, so they would have known, like, you know, like Eugene in Greece or whatever, like that's nerds. So I think, you know, Lewis and Gilbert, they're nerds. I think he, these guys are like more like Ducky. They're kind of dorks. Was D- Ducky wasn't good in school? I, I don't know, but he seemed definitely seemed dorky. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I again, and we, we've asked this question: Can a, a dork be a nerd? You know, I, I think a dork can be a nerd, but a nerd cannot be a dork. <laughs> Super baby, baby geniuses too, over and over, over and over. But, but I, I feel like when they were doing the play, I almost feel like they were doing a lot. Like it probably wasn't, but like improv a lot of it because it just seemed oh, yeah. so all over the place um, that it was actually a funny scene. Like, you know, they just, they seemed like they had a good time doing that scene. No, no, it was funny. And I thought like Rusty, his part when he oh. later, when he comes in, it, it, the whole part's so great. Oh yeah. So then Stukas passes out, which is part of the play anyway, but he really does because he was poisoned. Correct. By Dante. So then they send out Numar to stall while they check to see if this guy's really dead. And then all I could think about is how high stakes it is because later the Dean says to Robin, he goes, you're not going to get that grant that you're looking for. Was only she going to get it for doing like being in charge of the play or was it everyone involved? Because why would the other people be like, Hey, we got to keep doing this play, even though this guy's dead right now. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. Yeah, no care. The only thing was Topanga Pete right away knew that's the well, Pharaoh's heart. Yeah, that's it. But his stolen tactic, so ridiculous. The sock puck puppet was he was he wearing that sock? <laughs> Th- those are like dad socks, like all the way up to your knee. I know he is a dork on a new, yeah, dork on a new unicycle. <laughs> But was that what he was doing? Hey, I'm going to do the play. I'm going to do the rest of the play. In, maybe that sock was in his his pocket. Whoa. <laughs> that Just was saying. probably Sherman's shot, sock, probably. <laughs> Given that the girls are all over him. Maybe he asked Sherman to borrow his sock. <laughs> that definitely was Sherman's sock. <laughs> so then we have the... So 
Choo Choo takes the diamond. So it's like Topanga and Pete looking at the diamond. They know Choo Choo takes it. I love that. He says, Choo Choo, I could have smoked you. <laughs> you. Do you think, because they really do talk to Choo Choo like he's a human. Do you think Choo Choo understands them? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think a monkey with all these felonies, because he steals a lot of stuff. Really. So he doesn't steal. He doesn't do anything else but steal. And again, like I, I said, he, he and not one person's like, you know, I know like these foreign countries, they say, be careful because like they, they train these monkeys to steal, you know, like from tourists. Yeah. But he's not stealing for anybody but himself. I know. <laughs> I love that this whole time, every time they cut to the crowd throughout this final like performance, they're loving it. They're going nuts, slapping knees, going insane. Even the judges are like enjoying it throughout. And here's the the next part when he goes back, Rusty, when they're like, Rusty, your scene's in a few minutes. And he grabs the headset. He goes there. He's getting ready to knock oh, on the door. He was going to the captain's room first. And like he was running, right? This is. is yeah, he had. Yeah, this is when he had the headset. Because right. he said, you're on in a few minutes again. He goes, yeah, really so gonna tell me when I'm ready. So he's, he was almost at the door. Now, again, Rusty's not a you know small guy so he does a lot of running to get there and then the fact that he was almost there and he ran back i would think at this point he wouldn't care about the play like i thought he would have you know like you know if, if you're rusty and you have this opportunity i would say you know screw the play i'm just going straight ahead you know of course yeah and again he cares so much about it correct say like everyone else that when he's leaving to run back he sees robin and he like ducks away yeah. and then he does like a james bond like throwing the belt over the line, breaking the lights, going through a little wall for what? <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's the main guy in the play, which again, casting, casting director wise, you make him the main character, like the main actor in the whole play. She again, did nail it. It is funny. The fact that she always is pissed that he'd never remember his lines, but when he was a little motivated, <laughs> he nailed everything. it like that was a very funny scene because he was moving so fast yeah because even when he practiced he was supposed to hand them weapons and he didn't do that and this scene he hands everybody the weapons he says every line and then he quickly runs back off stage <laughs> that was awesome the whole part was so great he's like, all right i'm gonna go he just runs <laughs> but i do love the fact that when he gets back to the room and it was funny when i started writing it they were like, there's multiple men in the, in the, in the, in the cabin. Then I'm like, oh, then there's eight or nine. Wait, there's eight or nine in every closet under the bed, everywhere, everywhere. But again, they all have clothes on except the ones in the closet. Hmm. Why? And how big is that closet? Cause there's a lot that came out of there. I'm sure she has a lot of like, you know, scan scantily clothes. How did they meet? How did she meet the captain? He must maybe, know maybe what she was. Maybe before, he's like right? a Sherman. He might, he might be like a Shermanator. He's packing. He could be packing. But right. again, I, I want to get back to this closet. One again, why are they all naked Two, how big is that closet? But like, they're also like, they're all naked. It has to be about 10 guys at least. Yeah. So if they're squeezing a closet, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of poking. There's a lot of poking. <laughs> it's like when you're in the box and the magician's shoving the swords through. 
Ugh. <laughs> Somebody's just, getting just the, how, how, Okay, so closets are normally hot and like to begin with. So like how hot and sweaty and smelly. And then you got all the poking going on. Like that's that's miserable. Yeah, I don't know if I showed up. I don't know if going if it's gonna be worth it. I don't think like, it. I don't. No way it would be. Even if I walked in, there was like one guy in there. I'd be like, "Oh man, am I in the wrong room? What's happening right now?" Well, I mean, Rusty knows her background, so I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care. You know, like I wonder, like at what number would he like have a problem with? Like 29, he didn't have a problem with, but like would like he would he be annoyed if we like 50? Like, all right, forget 50 is way too many. 29 is okay. Well, again, remember that's 29 at that time. She's probably done a lot more than 29, probably like 2,900, maybe 29,000. But the fact that in this scene, he has nowhere to hide because everywhere stuffed, there's guys everywhere. So he goes under again, the dresses she's wearing super, super hot. And I love that he's under the dress, rusty, this actor, and he's, and he has that totally terrible fake mustache. And all you see is her, her the back of her. Yeah. Like, and they keep zooming in. <laughs> and he gets so close to her butt. And she was pretty funny in this scene. Uh, the, the, when she's talking to the captain, because it was during the intermission. And she just like, her voice goes high when he like tickles her butt <laughs> with, with the mustache. So that was pretty funny. It's cool when you have people like she's been in like a few other things. Like she was in ECW yep, wrestling yep. for a little bit as manager. She was on Howard Stern a bunch as a guest, but that's some like cool chops to be able to nail that. That's like a hard thing in comedy. And uh, now that was such a funny scene. No, she did. She, she did. A, it's this whole part. It was very funny. And, and again, creative of all the spots to hide in. You know, I must've been writing something down because I didn't know where he hit at first. And so when you first see her butt, I'm like, whose butt is that? Like, I didn't realize, I didn't know he was under there yeah. until after, after they zoom out of there. And I'm like, you know, I didn't realize what was going on. <laughs> so this captain is, again, we'll get into a, a little bit more about him later, but is he that dumb that he thinks that, oh, there's a bunch of homos in the closet. The amount of times he says that is uh, ridiculous. Like, a lot. Almost like uncomfortable the amount of times he said it. Like, you know. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Like they went in that direction because really, I don't know why he said it. Yeah. And he even changes it later, which is kind of weird. Uh, Cause later when he shows up to the play and they're like, Oh, Dante, who we talked about a little bit, yep. Dante admits yep. to poisoning uh, uh, Stukas. So the captain stops and they're like, I can't stop. There's a gaggle of perverts yep. in, a dire need of a thrashing. So again, he even talks like Popeye to like the 1920s, 30s saying thrashing. But the fact yeah. that he says perverts then, but yeah. like he, in his mind, he thinks that these guys are in the room where his a gorgeous smoke show wife is just going about. And they're just in there to use the closets. <laughs> well, like, they, do not a whole the they, oh, they do come out of the closet. They do. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I mean like, yeah, <laughs> but of all terms to use, like they're, they're obviously there with his wife. So why would he say that? Like that, that seems so out of place. And like, it, it was almost just, I mean, obviously it's very derogatory, um, but like it was even more derogatory because it made no sense. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it yeah. just proves how much of a dummy he was. Oh, he 100%. Think that. 
yeah. in that moment. And then how about the fact that I never thought it was going to happen. I thought it was going to be like one of those will there, won't they? But Jennifer and Topanga, they found the diamond and they start kissing. Yeah. Yeah, but, but doesn't she pull away or no? I thought she pulled away. Yeah, she does. Topanga does like yeah. after a little while. Yeah. But she's but still she's fighting. Sort of, so she's kind of fighting it. Yes. Right. I just didn't think it was going to happen. I thought it was going to be like one of those like jokes to reference, like for the whole movie. Well, but- I mean, considering they've been hinting at it the whole movie, I think most of the audience would dis- be disappointed if nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> and how about that? The captain grabs a gun to shoot these again. If he's well, really thinking that it's homosexuals that are hooking up in the closets, he shouldn't be that mad. Like I get it. It's in your wife's room and where you live. But the fact that he grabs a gun to chase them and he actually shoots one in the ass. There's the big one. I think should, I love how they have the one fat guy. Like they had yes. a bunch of like these like fit guys running around, no clothes on. And then they had the one fat guy. I would, I would, it'd be really cool to interview the writers and, a, and ask if they use that in ADR afterwards. Cause you don't see him chasing. You just see the guys running up the stairs. I wonder if one of those guys fell and they're like, man, let's get Richard in here just to do on a mic. The fat guy yeah, fell, got, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So of course he fell. He was out of breath. I know, I know. But I wonder if that line was added, yeah. like not in the script, that they watch it. They're like, oh, it'd be great if Richard said, I got one. That'd be fun. I really just tripped. Because <laughs> that was just insane. So then we find out that the captain is the bad guy. And his reasoning behind it, not about the money, just to be able to give his wife that diamond. What is she gonna do with it? I have no idea. It's so stupid. It was. <laughs> but this is what I want to t- talk about now. So okay. we kind of mentioned it earlier, but now while we're in this, like most of the time when we do this, we're like, oh my God. And all I can think about, so did this captain, knowing that Cavendish had this diamond, put together this whole thing and invited that Billingsley College? Like, how did he know he was going to be on the ship? I was going to say, right. How, how, first of all, how did he know that Cavendish has the diamond? And yes. yeah, that, that made absolutely no sense. I mean, uh, you know, um, yeah. That unless he's not really the captain because he doesn't really act like a captain. So, you know, yeah, but just I, the fact that the yeah. timing of it, unless he was like, Oh, I talked to that diamond. He might have it. Everything had to go perfect for this. You know, again, a random school, the teeth that happened. The fact that, how do you know this teacher is going to be on there? Like you said, like, how do you like it? It just, it, nothing made sense. That's the exact stop. It, it, it just, it, and the fact that he was, he was hounding it. Like he knew that the minute he was on there, cause he obviously was stalking it from the beginning. Yeah. There was, I, I feel like there was no clo- Like there was no closure to that because we, we were no explanations were given. Yeah. There could have been something instead of saying like, I'm going to give it to my wife. Right. He could have had some, he could have been like real diabolical, like change his tone of voice. No. Or, you know, they could have had, like, maybe Cavendish, when, when he first meets the captain, like, they recognize each other from somewhere. Yeah. You know, and then, like, you know, like, so you find out that, you know, like, obviously Cavendish is he's, he's an Indiana Jones, and maybe, you know, the captain was on one of the expeditions, and, you know, that I think that would have explained a little bit better, you yeah. know, and that's how you would know he had it, but no. Or have the monkey know. involved somehow, like, the monkey planned the whole thing. Yeah, or even having Cavendish come back to save the day. It, it's all dependent on the stoner. I don't know if he's a stoner. You know, you know, you know what? 
if the monkey, if, if Cavendish did come, or the ca- monkey did come back, or if, if the captain, but you find out that he was in cahoots with the monkey. <laughs> Cavendish like, the, or, the, or the captain? Well, either one. Like, I would say the captain, because since the captain was the bad guy, that he was in cahoots with the whole, like, at the end of the movie, you see them walking, walking hand in hand with the diamond, and that, you know. Wait, like they're that. going off in the sunset, them they're two? Going- <laughs> Not with the wife? Well, or, at this point, I mean, uh, you know. Yeah, or the captain's like having the gun on like Pete and Wang, and they're about to shoot them, and then Choo Choo spurns his business partner, the captain, jumps on the gun, maybe saves the day. But no, what saves the day is a friggin' the, the stupid guy who thought, hey, let me put duct tape on the light. That happens to fall out that moment, lands on his head, kills him. And he's standing in the right spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And then the judges go berserk, but Cato goes, man, I kind of saw the ending coming. <laughs> yeah, he saw that the ship's captain was going to be involved with this play. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love the the part that I thought was pretty cool was that the Dean's is talking to the kids and he's like, Robin, you're not going to get your scholarship because I looked at the script and it wasn't the same words. We know that wasn't had anything to do with you. He goes, and I have this why, time. But, and why, why would he care about that? Like his school got recognition for winning. Of course. It's so stupid. Yeah. But who did they beat? The same. Like, who are these other people? And they the wanted three people. <laughs> yeah. It was like in high school, like, when uh, my buddy's girlfriend was on competition cheerleading, they want they came in fourth place out of five teams. That's cool, but <laughs> I wouldn't tell anybody that. <laughs> Just like this, like oh, yeah. I came in first. Who else is there? Oh, three people. <laughs> well, three people, but only one one other team. So really, you know, you came in first out of one we didn't person. Even see <laughs> the other team perform, and the whole time in this movie, they said there was three teams, and they had to cut it. It was like so bad, I guess. Oh my god! Well, how do you how do you beat three topless women? They they probably they probably forfeited at that point. They're probably going on next. They're like, we we can't top that. (laughs) (laughs) So then the dean has the diamond. He puts it on the table. Choo choo comes over, knocks it over, shatters. So we know that isn't the pharaoh's heart. We'll get to the end. Who first? Rusty goes to see the captain's wife and he takes a ticket, gets in line. And I wanted to mention this because she has no shame in it. So if she listens, but Tiff, uh, uh, Tiffany, Jasmine St. Clair, uh, that's what she was known for. That's why like Howard loved her and you know, was had her on. She didn't like hooking up with like muscle, like, like the porn star male guys. She would just find Randy. Like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, real muscular. <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you were describing him. Oh, that's great. He yeah, looks you're... like the guy from Star Wars in the newer movies. The guy that's he like looks the like snake. he would be like your mechanic. <laughs> like if you brought your car, like they get fixed. Like he's the guy checking the oil. With a stain, with a stain, with a stained like guinea tea. That's well in the porno industry. He did check the oil. I'm sure. That's probably the name of a few of the movies he was in. He's probably in sequels called Check the Oil 7 or something. <laughs> Still didn't finish checking it yet. <sighs> Not sure I really want to see that one. 
<laughs> Check the oil. <laughs> oh man. So yeah. So so he's waiting in line. Rusty, I guess, is gonna get laid. Newmar finally hits up with Vita Guerra, who's for the first time in the movie, you see like what she's known for. She's like dressed as a hot nurse. Oh, she got that from the play. Okay, good. Because Rachel, who we didn't really talk about, she was in the play. That whole thing with Rachel and Sherman the whole time. We like knew that was good. They were going to get back together. But the fact that she knew all the lines, she doesn't need to do that. Yeah. No, no. It's again, it's, it's, well, see, she's a nerd. See, she see see the difference. Oh, she is a nerd. She's a nerd. He's a dork. And they, that's compatibility. No opposite. So there were, so you're saying there's a lot of happy endings in this movie. There's a lot of happy endings. (laughs) So then, then of the movie, Choo Choo sitting on the beach chair. Diamond. But that would have been a great ending. I think I think you have it right. Wouldn't it have been great Choo Choo sitting there? No, you see the back of someone, yep. kind of like the end of Wild Things. You see the back of a chair, you see a drink, or maybe like a waiter come over, bring the drink with the umbrella, the coconut. And then out of nowhere, you see Cavendish walk up, and he's like, we did it. You and me, partner. And you see him put a hand out and it's monkey. You know what? I got a better one for you. I think it would be better if it was Rusty. <laughs> it's Rusty. Okay, so Rusty, like you see, you see the monkey on the beach and then you see it and you see a hand come out. You don't see the person yet. You see the hand shaking the monkey's hand and then turn around and you see it's Rusty. <laughs> he, he, he went through all that crap, the whole movie, and then he's the mastermind to the whole thing. See, that would have been good. Or the Scooby-Doo Andy, the monkey goes like this. Pulls the mask off and it's Cavendish. Wait, Cavendish as the monkey? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that the monkey pulls the little, the lip, like we're not talking about, like I can understand if it was an orangutan, that's, they're pretty yeah. big or a gorilla. You're saying the tiny monkey pulls his mask off and Cavendish is in that body. Okay. <laughs> we're living in a world where Sherman is sleeping with three girls. You know what? Hold on. I think that's more believable. The monkey pulling his face off the Sherman with these girls. It's okay. You're right. You win. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. So, uh, man, I think we covered so much of like what they could have done. So would you recommend somebody checking out this movie? You know, I have mixed feelings about that. Um, I would, I, I was not a fan of the movie. Again, it, it's a long movie for what it was. And like, there was definitely a lot of dumb, like parts that were just, Really, I did not laugh at, but because of Rusty, I think it's worth watching. I think he 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 definitely nailed it, and I think he has a lot of funny parts. Um, if you're really not into the movie, just fast forward to Rusty parts. Um, but I would say, I, yeah, you have to watch it. I think I think you know there's enough funny parts to get through some of the boring parts. No, I agree. Like again, with these movies, when you go into it, you know you're just gonna get like over the top again. There's yep. no there's plots throughout it. Like the girls crush it in this movie. All yeah. their lines are funny. And yeah, it's rusty. Just yeah. rusty in Jasmine's room and the captain's wife. Uh, oh, 100%. Just the shower scene. I mean, again, I think, again, for, for if, if honestly, if rusty was not in the movie, I would say absolutely not. Don't watch it. But he, he, he breaks up the parts where I was just like, oh, it's, like it's dragging a little bit. Because yeah. I can't, I mean, to me, Shermanator is just like, I can't even look at him. So, like, you know, I, it just, you know, all the other dorks were just like, they weren't funny, you know, um, but Rusty really nailed it. So I think, yeah. 
No, hundred percent agree. So I don't like to do this sometimes because sometimes it can be long. But the for on Amazon the the review I don't even know how many stars it was. I didn't even look at that. But just this is funny. So I went to a screening of Dorm Days Two last night. My cousin worked on it, so that might make me a little biased. But anyway, I laughed my ass off. The crowd was mostly people from the film who automatically are going to like it, but it was still one of the funniest movies I've seen this year. I don't know when this came out, but <laughs> the the plot d- doesn't die halfway through and then you get stuck on the same lane joke over and over again. Uh, maybe. <laughs> like wait, 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 wait. To- wait, he says it, it, it does. The same joke is not being the whole movie is the same joke. No, I know. That's what most of these kind of movies are. Yeah. <laughs> but this part's going to make you laugh. He goes, there's a lot of female nudity, which I think offended the old lady behind me. And unfortunately, there's also a lot of naked man ass, which made me want to gouge my eyes out. No tall producers. No man should ever be naked on film. The male body is meant to be covered in a burqa at all times. However, thank you for all the naked females. There can never be too much naked female. Yours truly, Gandhi. Now, do you think it's the real Gundy? I hope so. <laughs> I don't know if it would be better if it was the real Gandhi or it was, oh, man, what's his name? The guy who played Gandhi. Oh, uh, Ben Kinsley. Yeah. That would have been, or, you know, if he, if he signed it, Shermanator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was Dorm Days 2. And the next sequel up is our very first Steven Seagal movie. And oh. I think it's like one of our rare, I think there's some sequels that he did and then possibly Mark for death too, which should be really right. Wasn't it Mark for death too, or no? no, no, I don't think he did a second oh, above the law too. No, it's I don't not out yet. It. No, no, no. I'm saying you sent me an IMDb. They're talking about possibly doing it. Above Maybe the now. Law yeah, right, right. But no, I think, I think under siege is the only sequel he's done. I so think, far. yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I think he, I don't know if he was a machete kills. No, he was a machete. He was in uh, one of those. That's the bad guy. He was in one of those. Yeah. But I, anyway. I mean, but it's not a Seagal movie. Like, you uh, know, it's like, you know, to me as a cameo, it doesn't count. Like as a Seagal movie, I don't, I'm, yeah, you know what? I'm thinking about it. Like, I wonder why he's never done. Cause like his first few movies were such big hits. I'm surprised. Maybe his ego is so big. He's like. One and done. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing it. You know, like, you know, like, I can't like, cause it doesn't make sense. Like he normally would, you would think he would have done another one. Cause he probably would have crushed it. Do movie sequels. Wow. Steven Seagal's here. By, by far your best impression. <laughs> I think so, we said it last, last time. I did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know it, it got to my head. So I practice it and then I'm ready to throw it out. I think there's gonna be a lot uh, in two weeks. When we, oh boy. Uh, when Andrew's back, Andrew Powers, our action movie expert, best of the best two, Death Wish three, and now Under Siege two. Which again, this one, it's on a train. He's trying to babysit his annoying niece the whole time, played by the perfectly annoying Catherine Heigl. I don't like her at all. But this led to uh, for us a lot of people. You know what's funny? Before uh, I think I think she's almost like the female version of Seagal in Hollywood. A lot of people say she's difficult. Wow. So, well, she probably learned from Seagal. I'll say she probably learned from Seagal. <laughs> Here's some pointers. Never go to set. Get a stand in for all your scenes. I think you're better than everybody. Yeah, I think you're better than everybody. <laughs> so, yeah, so Catherine Heigl, and that led to one of the coolest interviews. Another legendary villain 
fact that we talked to Vernon Wells, legend oh. in the 80s and 90s, and, and still now, like all the movies that he does, but Patrick Kilpatrick, the perfect name for a villain, for a henchman. In this movie, he plays henchman number two. He's not in it too much, but just think about his career. Sandman, the main villain against Van Damme and Death oh. Warrant, best of the best two. He's awesome in that as Finch. Three ninjas, ninjas knuckle up, insane role. I, I gotta tell you, man, in death, death war is a death warrant, death warrant, yeah. right? When he's walking into that prison and yeah. and 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 Van Dam sees him, he, he first of all, he, he's such a big guy, but like I just, he's just awesome. Like yeah. he really is. But yeah, so that's a great chat that you're gonna love. He's a real actor's actor, and his voice is just like in the movie. It's like that's not a role, an act. He's very with his delivery, and it was cool because uh, Michael Cavalieri had worked with him on a couple movies, so that'll be fun. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media, at Sequels Only, and don't forget to check out our website, SequelsOnly.com. Good night. Good night.